Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica, and I have an awesome guest for us today. Her name is Teresa Millies, and we're going to be talking about her tarot business and kind of fine-tuning and doing something that's maybe a little different and more aligned with what her true values and what her goals are. So welcome to the podcast, Teresa. Thank you, Angel. Awesome. So tell us in your own words, just, you know, a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll get into the reading. Sure. Um, Well, I am, I live right outside of Chicago. I am an artist and I read tarot. I'm very drawn to colors. Um, I do Reiki and my readings are really involved with Reiki. Um, basically just really simple energy work. I'm super intuitive. And when I start talking to people, I start just picking up things about them. And I feel like six out of 10 people that I read for end up crying. Wow. (laughs) So I feel like that's a good bar. (laughs) So I'm basically, I'm just trying to figure out how to get what I do and what I'm good at out so I can help people out. Okay. So you're doing uh, what one-on-one tarot. Are you doing that virtually? Um, no, in person. In person. I do a lot of, as an artist, I did a lot of art shows. So I basically have just transitioned from selling fiber art to reading cards at those same Ooh. sort of art shows. Awesome. Well, okay. So what's the biggest problem that you're having with your business? Um, probably new people. new people. I read for my friends and I read for the same people over and over, which is awesome. They're you know, they're my favorite people in the world, but I'd like to let other people know that I do this and being able to kind of explain what I do is difficult too. 
What do you currently say that you do when you explain it? I read cards. <laughs> I read cards? Yeah. Okay. And so normally the, the people that you're serving right now, it's obviously they've already had card readings before. So potentially right. people that, um, have you ever used the internet to get clients? I've tried. Tried. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I have a website. I'm really active on Instagram. Um, I'm, I guess I'm not really sure how to do that more effectively. Okay, great. Well, let's get into this because I think there's a lot more to explore than we than meets the eye, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So let's get Wonderful. into this. Okay, so it's okay. First of all, it's so weird. So you have the same birthday as the girl that I just read for. Like, really? Yeah, you live in different <laughs> towns, so your chart's different. But I'm like, that's odd. That so, is odd. Yeah, very syn- synchronicity or whatever that word is. Okay, yeah. so your son. <laughs> is in Pisces, which I'm sure you already know. Your rising sign is in the sign of Cancer, and your moon sign is in the sign of Gemini. So those are the three main uh, planets that we're going to be focusing on in the early parts of this reading, and they're basically the most important signs uh, in your astrological birth chart. So let me talk about the sun for a second. So the sun is basically how you see yourself. So it's not necessarily how other people see you, but I like to think of it as like, it's your secret sauce. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> what you know you are deep down, whether or not people see you as that. It's, it's who you are at the core. So interesting that you have it in the sign of Pisces, which is all about being psychic, which is all about being intuitive and in tune with nature. Um, the, the, the pros and cons of Pisces uh, really do have to do with just that they have a little bit of all the signs because they're the last sign of the Zodiac. So uh, the shadows of Pisces um, can be, um, you know, I don't know, some kind of addiction. There could be um, uh, just withdrawing because there's just so much energy there, which is why they're so intuitive. They're just so in tune with everything that's going on around them that um, it, can, it can stop them in their tracks from time to time. So the, the beauty of Pisces is that they're really here to explore the depths of the world. Um, sometimes they get lost in fantasy. Uh, they, they, it's like they want to know uh, about the, the ends of the earth. They want to understand uh, why things are the way they are, but not so much in like a, a factual like Saturn way, but more in a way that is um, mystical. Um, it has to do with Cosmo, maybe cosmology, um, which is probably what led you to tarot. Mm-hmm. Um, interested also in like the shadows of things. So I'm not sure if you've ever done or or taught any kind of shadow workshops. Uh, That was something that would really appeal to Pisces, but they're basically Mm -hmm. here to help people with their own spirituality. Um, They're usually very liked by most of the signs because they have a little bit of everybody in them. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they're able to relate to a lot of people. So it's actually a a really cool sign for a son um, because you're highly relatable and people want to feel understood. That's first and foremost. Mm -hmm. I see that. (laughs) Yep. So then your rising sign, that's actually your ascendant. That's how other people see you. So this is also another water sign, but much different than Pisces. You have it in the sign of cancer. So actually the way that people are seeing you is, is the mother, you know, they Hmm. see, they come to you to feel better, to feel nurtured. Um, they're usually the ones uh, that, um, 
people turn to like when they, when they feel broken down, like their wings are clipped, um, when they're, they're feeling sad, um, they come for comfort. I don't know if that's food. I don't know if that's entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm curious, uh, have you created any kind of community around your tarot business? Um, not necessarily. I have a really strong community. Um, I have a sister circle that I go to very often that has a lot of other women that are very interested in the same things I am. The tarot, the, you know, goddess work, shadow work, energy work. So I'm part of a community, I'd say. Okay. So, well, I'm just kind of putting it out there that, you mm-hmm. know, you're a person, the person that is attracted to you, um, they're seeing you as this mother. So if you should decide to create your own community and actually lead that as like the mother of that community, they already see you that way. Uh, so it might be something for you to consider. And it might also help um, with getting more customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Then you have your moon in the sign of Gemini. So this is your emotions. This is your soul. Um, This is all that inner stuff that kind of keeps us wanting to continue to pursue our higher calling. So a lot of people, um, you know, they they say keep your emotions out of business. Um, In this instance, when we're talking about a higher calling, it's much different than just uh, sales and marketing and, Mm -hmm. you know, filing the paperwork. This has really got to satisfy you on like a soul level. So Uh, When you have it in the sign of Gemini, it's interesting balance for all that water that you have with Pisces and Cancer, but Gemini is much different. They intellectualize everything. Mm -hmm. Um, They tend to, they're very well read. Um, They are usually fulfilled when they they are the one doing the talking. Uh, They are, (laughs) they are ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication, So communication is going to satisfy your soul. It's going to satisfy your emotional state, which is really important because of all that water. There's so much emotions underneath the surface that Gemini comes in and intellectualize it, which kind of stabilizes all of the, um, maybe all of the, uh, the psychic abilities that those water signs carry. Sound good so far? Yeah. Totally relate to all that. Okay, good. Okay, so let's get into some complications here. (laughs) So we've got got Saturn in the sign of Libra. So Saturn is, um, I'm actually ruled by Saturn, poor me. Uh, It's basically (laughs) the the planet that likes to crack the whip. And (laughs) when we're talking about business, you know, he just wants to know that you're taking the steps towards working through um, your projects. And when he's got it in the sign of Libra, it's, I don't want to say it's challenging, but they don't always communicate the same way. So Libra is ruled by Venus. This is the uh, planet of love and beauty and compassion and law of attraction. So Saturn actually wants you to work where Libra wants to keep things in idea mode. They, she wants to, uh, uh, keep them in, um, like uh, she's indecisive. She's mm-hmm. like, she's got a lot of things that she's into a lot of it that has to do with um, beautifying things, whether that's uh, spiritually or, you know, sometimes visually it could be with fashion or decor or um, creating an altar. Um, anything that's going to visually stimulate or appeal to any of the six senses that's going to satisfy Libra. 
So Saturn is basically saying, well, okay, Libra, we got to make a deal here because I'm not going to be able to, you know, hook you up in your business if, and reward you because Saturn actually wants to reward you financially. He wants to reward you physically. You know, it's not just about, it's not about the spiritual reward. So he wants to make a deal with Libra. He wants to come in and be like, look, I know you've got all these ideas. I know that you, um, you know, are more interested in like um, the, the, the idea, all the ideas that you have, but let's put those into motion. Let's start working. Let's implement those into your current business in a way that's going to enhance it. But I want to see the baby steps. I want to see that you're, um, you're intertwining all of those ideas into a more grounded master plan. Okay. That makes sense. Because <laughs> I have a million ideas and I'm not even really completely sure what I want my business to be. Right. So that's your Libra. It's also a little bit of Gemini because they're both air signs. It could be your moon as well. But your uh, this, this unground, so I don't, I think you have a little, actually you've got some, you've got a little bit of earth in your chart. I'll get there in a second. Mm -hmm. um, but basically that's going to be until you make it until he sees the effort until you actually start to make decisions and start committing. That's another big word here. Commitment to, um, to showing him the game plan. He's going to keep you kind of stuck. He's going to keep you, um, he's going to discipline you. And so you might ever, you might also feel like, you know, that you get worn out, um, yes. because you're not making the decision. So you, uh, and, and you'll just start feeling, um, you might even feel depressed. That's the other thing. That's the shadow of Saturn is uh, feeling depressed, like they're not moving forward. So if you ever feel that way, I want you to just think about Libra and be like, okay, I need to make some decisions. That's why I'm feeling kind of down. I'm kind of feeling unappreciated. Um, I know I need to make some, some decisions um, and, some, and that's going to appease Saturn. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Okay, then you've got, uh, you've got your midheaven. Okay, this is your 10th house. That's in the sign of Pisces again. So another Pisces. So this is all about your career. This is all about intuition and psychic um, abilities. This is about, um, you know, uh, ideas and communication. Uh, Pisces is uh, ruled by Neptune. So Neptune is the planet of the underworld. So he's always going to be looking for not necessarily the dark side, but he's going to look at shadows. He's going to look at, um, you know, what makes things the way they are. He wants to know the chemical makeup of, of why people's behaviors are the way they are. So there's a lot of, there's intellect there, but it's more about, uh, it's more about, feelings than it is about it's not it's more about your heart than it is about mm -hmm. your mind totally. and aligning the heart um inside of your career right yeah i was i started school to become a therapist and ah. I, I always feel like the energy work in the tarot it's just my way of being a therapist yep love it okay so i want to talk about the 12th house because this is actually the type of person uh, this is your kismic client. So your 12th house is all about karmic debts. It's your subconscious mind. It's, it's basically the things that we're kind of here to work out in this lifetime. And I bring up the 12th house when I do these readings because um, 
one, because I want you to know what you're here, what the karmic debts you're here to work out. But also when you think about the person that you're here to serve, I like to refer to them as your kismet client. And my philosophy is that your kismet client is actually you. And they're mm-hmm. you just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So you're just a little bit ahead of them. Um, and you've got it in a sign of Taurus. So it's interesting because now we finally have some earth here. Um, <laughs> and it's just a very interesting placement. So Taurus uh, rules money, possessions, material items, comfort. Um, mm-hmm. This is like things that, you know, relaxing. But they also are the type that want to work. And they're very stubborn about that. And they actually don't want to stop working until they've reached like the throne status. So they can like feel like they can finally breathe as they finally, all that hard work finally paid off. And they want that. It's like the difference between the earth sign of Taurus versus Capricorn is that Capricorn just works and works and works and works. And that's how they fill themselves up. But Taurus will work and work and work and work. But then he's like, Hey man, like I want to relax. Like I want to like chill out on the couch with my comfy, you know, pants and like (laughs) chill out and watch Netflix, you know? So it's it's a different, um, it's just a different energy. You know, the, the way that Taurus sees success is, is, is seeing the fruits of his labor. So when you think about your kismic client, you know, it could be, and you think about Taurus as like an archetype when I talk about kismic client, is that the personality of your ideal customer is someone that is very hardworking, someone that it's in Taurus is ruled by Venus, so they love beauty. They mm-hmm. love things that are like, pretty. Um, they love things that make them feel good and comfortable, whether that's, um, you know, a cozy meal or, um, you know, a cashmere blanket of some sort. Or, you know, it's going to be something that um, is, uh, is uh, based around the home. Um, so I don't know if these are mothers. I don't know if they're uh, hardworking mothers, if they have another job. Um, so maybe if you could tell me a little bit about, uh, the people that you're currently serving so that we can kind of see how Taurus fits in here. Um, I feel like this makes a lot of sense because I, it, at art shows, at um, vendor shows, I have a little pink tent. It's a five by five and I'm working on quilting a big silk, you know, blanket <laughs> to go <laughs> over it. I have a little table. I am very into late fifties, early sixties, mid-modern style I try to make it look like your grandmother's table. So the, you know, the vibe that I get, and I think what brings people in is that comfort of like, you're just Mm -hmm. having conversation, you know, we're just, we might eat some cupcakes or, you know, have some tea. But when you say beauty and comfort, I want, you know, part of what I'm doing is to make people feel comfortable enough to speak with me. Mm -hmm. And I want them to feel familiar. Because, I mean, I have really short purple hair. I have a nose piercing. I have tattoos. So I feel like it's it's partly something that I do is making people more comfortable with people that look like me and making tarot more accessible and have it feel more like art and more like something that is luxurious. I love it. So the people that are coming to you that – you're creating this environment for, tell me a little bit about them. Like, obviously I don't, you don't have to tell me their problems, but like, who <laughs> are these people? Um, these are people that I feel like need to talk to someone, you know? Um, I, like I said, I have a lot of friends that come to me and I have friends that'll text me and just say, Therese, can you pull me a card? 
And anytime that I show anywhere, they know that they can come to my house and I can pull them cards, but they show up to my shows because they like my setup and they want to sit with me in, you know, in these colors. So I think the people that are coming to me and that I want to come to me are open to different ideas, are curious about, you know, why things look the way they look or what the death card really means. Like it just really open-minded and maybe some nostalgic. Okay, so let's think about Taurus. So Taurus, um, this archetype for your ideal customer, they're, uh, you know, the Taurus is the bull. Um, they can be stubborn. And, uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, I, when, okay, so I always think about, when I think about Taurus, I think about like a snail because they're <laughs> slow to move and they're kind of quiet um, sometimes, I mean, depending on what's kind of ruling their chart, but I'm just going to stick with just the Taurus archetype here. So it's like to get under the hood of the car of Taurus, they have to trust you mm -hmm. because they're not going to just talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of part of, um, it's kind of your karmic debt as well, because you've got Taurus in the 12th house for yourself. So on some level, it's like ha you having someone that you trust to, uh, you know, whether that's talking about your business or someone that you can open up to so that this uh, mutual, um, not exchange, because you don't have to talk about it with your customers, but something like, so cosmically, so I, I, you know, the world is a hologram, you're a hologram. So you're a reflection of these people that are coming into your life. So I'm wondering, mm -hmm. like, do you have someone like, I don't know if it's a mentor or anybody that you're working with or a confidant so that you actually can start talking more and opening up more because that's one of the challenges or the shadows of Taurus. Sure. Um, I feel like I have a good network of friends. I, there's no one that I would say this is my mentor, but I have, you know, um, a friend that's a medium that if I have questions about spirits or angels, I can talk to her. Like, you know, if it's, it's something specifically about synchronicity. I have a friend who's also a total geek about that, like I am. So I have many people that I feel comfortable going to about specific things, but no one that I would say, this is the person that I yeah. sort of model after. Got it. Well, that's great. I mean, I'm, that that's going to help Taurus kind of come out of their shell because they tend to, they're not secretive like Scorpio. Um, they're just, uh, they're careful. You know, mm -hmm. they're really careful about who they let in. And so is your kismet client. They, they're very careful about um, who they're going to open up to and, you know, share even, even if it's just asking a question to the tarot. So mm -hmm. I kind of want to come full circle here and go back to the problem that you're having your business. So just let's talk a little bit more about, you know, where this business, uh, where you want to see this business. And um, so I can help you kind of get there and kind of guide you. Sure. Um, well, I see this as something that I've always been interested in and I've always wanted to have a part in. I started reading tarot when I was 14 and back when I was a kid, I saw ghosts. Like I've always felt like there was much, much more to energies and colors than, you know, other people let on. So this has always been something that's been with me. Um, the reason that it's now a business is because I was a corporate trainer. I wrote material and I delivered material and I love being in front of people and I love writing. So I started blogging. And no one was reading the blog, so I was getting discouraged. So I always go back to, am I doing this because I'm compelled or am I doing this because I need attention? And when I'm compelled, 
it's, it goes better. And when I'm vulnerable and when I, you know, put myself really out there, it always goes better. And I'm not, I'm not looking to have like, you know, to make a bunch of money because I just don't need to. Um, I'm basically looking to do something that makes me feel good and fills my time when my kids are at school. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go into the North node then. So you have your North node in the sign of cancer and then your South node in the sign of Capricorn. Okay. So the difference between these nodes, so South node is basically the, uh, your natural abilities, the, the, the skills and, um, just the person that you are from a, even from past lives that you brought to this life. So it's like your natural, your natural state. And it's actually in the sign of Capricorn. And which is interesting because uh, Capricorn is this highly ambitious, um, yeah. they're highly ambitious, but they're also highly misunderstood only because they're the only sign of those, of the earth, the only earth sign that actually has a fin. Because their symbol is the seagoat. So on, on the top half of the symbol, they're just climbing the mountain, right? That's what a goat does. He just climbs the mountain slow and steady, keeps going, right? But on, the, on his fin, right, this fish element is like this, um, I, always, I always say like Capricorns are like the closet emos, you know, like they're so <laughs> emotional, but they're not going to show it. Yeah. Um, but keeps them, they're, they're, they're so deep. Um, and I think this is where they're really misunderstood because they're just like, oh, they're just like workaholics and they just do all this stuff. But no, they've got this, um, they've got this uh, deep, uh, just deep emotional state that they don't show to other people, which, um, which leaves them to feel depressed. It leaves them to feel um, misunderstood or like they're alone. So on the flip side, your north node, which is the opposite of your south node, is in the sign of cancer. It's a polar opposite. This is actually your destiny. This is where your challenges come into play. So uh, from your south node, it's like you can work by yourself and you can keep building this, you know, one-on-one -on -one practice and, mm -hmm. um, you know, be fulfilled that way. However, what you've really come here to do is to be the mother of a community. That's cancer. So if you're not looking for just material success, because it sounds like, well, first of all, Capricorn, they, you already brought that natural ability with you to this life, mm -hmm. but your challenge or your destiny in this lifetime is really to, to come out of your shell, like the crab shell and play the role of the mother or the leader of your community. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, I can, you saying that out loud, it makes perfect sense. I, I want to bring people, people together. I want to make people feel good. I want to come out of my shell and not be so introverted. And then at the same time, not, you know, feel bad about enjoying attention and being able to get in front of people and talk to people. Yeah. Well, it's just, it kind of came full circle because you've got your rising sign and the sign of cancer which is or, people already see you that way. They already see you as the mother. They already see you as someone that's going to make them feel welcome, like family. Mm -hmm. But then you've got this challenge. It's, it's so, it's just like a dichotomy. It's like, but the challenge is, will you lead that community? Will you come out of your shell enough to give them the community that they, that you're, they already see you as the leader of? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the cancer being in that those two spots is insane. I know. They already see you that way, but it's like your biggest challenge. Isn't that right? <laughs> to just go do it. <laughs> to go do it. And I think on, on so many levels, it's going to satisfy so many things. Here, this is, we'll just wrap it all up here. So okay. it's going to satisfy your moon. Your moon is in the sign of Gemini, who is going to intellectualize everything. And they're going to um, be, be the one that's chitty chatty. And that's going to satisfy them on a soul level, right? That's where you're going to bring this community. You're going to talk to them. You're going to communicate with them. You're going to give them readings. You're going to share articles or whatever you're going to do in that community, have gatherings, whatever that ends up being. That's going to satisfy Gemini. Gemini wants to be like the chitty chatty, look at me. I'm going to talk and it's <laughs> awesome and I'm educated, yep. right? Totally. So yep. then it's going to satisfy Saturn and Libra. Because Saturn's like, dude, like you got to do something, Libra. Like you can't just stay on the, on the fence all day with all these ideas. You, I need to see you put this into practice. So Libra ruled by Venus, just like Taurus is ruled by Venus. So creating a beautiful environment that's aesthetically pleasing, maybe not just for one-on-one -on -one readings, but actually a sisterhood circle, um, something that's going to create a community where pe all, a whole bunch of people come together. Mm -hmm. um, to experience, I don't know if it's lectures. I mean, Gemini is definitely one that wants to uh, teach and talk and um, maybe a mastermind, something that's going to bring these people together and really feel like they're part of your world. That's awesome. I, I have this vision of starting a store and having, you know, indie deck makers and artists, just all kinds of people that I can put their work in the same place and I can say, I love this deck. You have to see this card and, you know, sell to people and sell other people's things because selling my own things has never been easy for me, but selling my friends has always been easy. And then having, you know, a room in the back for lectures or meditation, you know, for whatever. Anything that you could put together to help Taurus, which is your ideal customer, um, open up is a win-win. I see. Even, that, even if that's opening up creatively, mm -hmm. um, creating art, uh, opening up about their emotions, opening up about their spirituality, all those things that, you know, Taurus is interested in, but they don't talk about, a lot about it, right? They're, they're focused so much on the, 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 the earth element, tangible, you know, logical, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, material, but it's not that they're not interested in all the Piscean um, attributes and characteristics. It's just that they're not the ones talking about it. So they're the ones coming to the shop. They're the ones going to the meetings um, that aren't doing all the talking, but they're interested. And so you're kind of leading that and making them feel comfortable with your moon and Gemini, being chitty chatty, uh, mm -hmm. with Saturn and Libra, uh, making sure everything's beautiful, and maybe even giving them some kind of assignments. Um, that would be something um, also to appease Saturn is just, uh, um, you know, making them commit to things. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. I want to do all of this. <laughs> I'm furiously taking notes right now. I'm sending you the replay, so don't even worry. Okay, great. <laughs> awesome. So let's, I always wrap up with the question of, you know, what's next? I know you're probably going to let this ferment for a few days, but um, what do you think is the next steps to kind of uh, solidifying this reading? And um, just so I know that you're going to take it and you're going to do something with it. Um, I love to hold my, my clients accountable. Absolutely. Um, well, it's new moon, right? Yes. <laughs> That's a great thing. 
Um, I have lots of, like I said, I have a huge network of friends. We have a thriving artist scene in our little town. I know three different people that own yoga studios. I'm going to start talking to people and see what, what they need and what they want. If I, I feel like I was always so focused on somebody buy Reiki from me, someone buy a, a tarot reading for me. Like, this is what I do. Why does no one need this? But, you know, I go, I leave the house every night after the kids go to sleep to go hang out with someone and talk about these things. So I'm going to create my community. Yeah. And it sounds like you're going to create an experience. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And you know what you could, cause I know you said you weren't really, um, or didn't know how to use, uh, the internet to, uh, to kind of benefit your business. And this could be an opportunity for you. I don't know if it's creating a hashtag for your local chapter or your meetings, um, finding other people just locally on Instagram and start building like a local following on your Instagram and inviting them to, you know, whatever those experiences end up being. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about um, a little magazine, like, you know, let's throw some, some good old fashioned feminism in there too. There's so many things. Absolutely. I'm so excited for you. Okay. So (laughs) for those who are listening to this podcast, where can they find you on Instagram? What's your handle? I'm queen of Marigold. Queen dot of dot Marigold. Love it. Well, I want to thank you so much, Treats. I hope that you've cre- you know, you know, received tons of value from so much. the session. Um, that you have some action steps um, that you're going to do your new moon ritual. Uh, purge anything that's not serving you right now. Dream bigger. Um, be more efficient, more effective in your business and in um, your creative endeavors. I wish you so, so much success. Thank you so much, Angel. I really appreciate your time. Are you a kindred spirit here to lead others to greater prosperity and spiritual reward? Like Teresa, it's not just about making money or even about just starting a business. Those weren't her driving forces, but she did have a desire for growth. She just wasn't sure what that looked like for her. With her North Node in Cancer, we discovered that creating a community that she would lead with all of her first loves, art, Reiki, energy healing, tarot, and crafting were all part of the experience she would extend to her new extended family. If you're eager to get out there and make a difference, but money isn't your driving force, I encourage you to start your own community around what it is that you love to do. And if nothing else, start joining communities in your local area to gain inspiration on how other leaders are leading their tribes. You just might find that thing that will get you jumping out of bed each morning to plan your next event. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.